welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two slightly incompetent co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. We only have a few episodes left. Enjoy it. He's retiring soon, so. Yes. You got to watch oh, out. Yeah. Got a big announcement big coming after the Super Bowl. And to my left, behind the soundboard, making a sound pretty shitty because... He broke the sound effects terrible buttons. Job. Terrible job. Uh, absolutely just yanking his own yucca. It is Bruce, the tugboat Venditti. Almost got fired today. What's going on? It's just just another <laughs> just another day. Another day. Just another day. <laughs> another day. Pretty soon, maybe those shallow threats will come through. But until then, we are all here. No one is retired. And for well, some odd yet. reason that I don't understand, Bruce still has a job. So we are ready to go. Uh, it is divisional weekend. We have four matchups. There are eight teams remaining, and we are getting closer and closer and closer to crowning a new Super Bowl champion every single day, and that is very exciting. Um, obviously, I'm kind of amazed by by the first get the Saturday's schedule of games. I would have reversed the times on these. Well, I. I I don't know. Me. That's just me. I think. Well, I was surprised to see both the AFC ga- or. Uh, I was oh, you got an AFC see- and an F- NFC game. Yeah, but both the AFC games got the early windows. Yeah, I, I can't figure that out. You want to know why? I think if you're going based off of matchup, like if you look at them, I think if you're going based off of matchups, that the Chief Jaguar game should have been the eight fifteen game and. The Giants Eagles should have been the day game. Well, here's the four o'clock game. Here's the thing. And this is just me using the little bit of common sense I have. Most people looking at the Jacksonville Kansas City matchup, nine times I mean, most people are thinking Kansas City's gonna sweep the floor. Okay. That Giants I, I don't believe that for one minute. I, I don't I think either. that that game will be more entertaining than the Giants Eagles. I agree with you, but looking at it, yeah. I mean, Kansas City's an eight and a half point favorite. Okay. I think a lot of people okay. think that's going to be a blowout. Uh, the Buffalo-Cincinnati game, for some reason, and I don't understand why, there is way more hype going into this Dallas-San Francisco game because San Francisco has all the hype right now, and obviously Dallas is America's team. That game is oh, somehow... How the fuck are the 49ers only a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game? That's what I'm saying. That's, that that's game crazy. has all the hype in the world. It's getting all the money. It's getting all the betting attention. That okay. is the game of the year, okay. pretty much. The other thing is, because the Cowboys played Monday night, they had to play in that late slot. That's bullshit. Uh, they that's, had to. Eh, whatever. So Whatever. That, what are we why. saying? One team has an advantage over the other? Yeah. No, that doesn't happen until next week. Well. In the AFC. Here we go. Um, what? What do, you, what do you mean? What? Saying, I, I, you I just feel just whoever not. whoever wins the, these games, the AFC divisional title, if if either the Chiefs or the the Bills or the Bengals are in it, it's going to be at a, a fucking neutral site. Okay, so what? What do you? What is the advantage? I, I just I. It's not an advantage. I just think that you somebody's getting fucked out of home field advantage. How? Well, That's just my opinion. But they're both fucked out of home field advantage. Yeah. Um. To me, personally, I, I think there's clear – this is a, one of the first times that I've been able to look at 
a schedule of games all year and think I could predict a clear-cut winner in every game. Okay. Uh, so we might as well get right into it, right? Let's not waste any more time. The four matchups are as follows. Jacksonville, Kansas City. New York, Philadelphia on Saturday. Cincinnati, Buffalo, followed by Dallas and San Francisco to wrap up the weekend on Sunday. Let's start off with the first game. Jacksonville, the Jaguars are heading to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs. Uh, Kansas City is an eight and a half point favorite in this over under of 53 points, which is indeed the highest over under of the weekend. As we know, both of these teams have the ability to put up a massive amount of points. I mean, obviously, you don't need to go in, you don't need to give the prelim on Kansas City. They could score 50 if they feel like it and if they so choose to. Jacksonville, on the other hand, consistently been putting up 30 points. Trevor Lawrence, outside of the first half of last week's game, has been pretty lights out. Um, for me personally, and I know what you're going to say, the road to the AFC Lee is goes through Arrowhead. Yep. And I agree with you. Yep. Um, I'm going to say this much, though. You can't really disagree with that. This eight-and-a-half-point spread, I don't see this. I, I, I really think that... Um, everybody is every single team that has played Jacksonville up until this point has underestimated them. All right, whether it was the Chargers underestimating them in the second half of the last game, uh, there were some games down the stretch this year. I mean, they hello, they beat the Cowboys. Granted, it was by a touchdown, they beat the Cowboys, put up 40 points on this Cowboys defense that made Tampa look impotent last week. Uh, they beat up on the Titans pretty well, like down the stretch here. The only big game that sticks out to me as a Jaguars debacle was against Detroit. Uh, they were able, able to beat Baltimore by one. So this Jaguars team is playing with a chip on her shoulder. They're underestimated. Trevor Lawrence. I, I don't think that'll happen this week. They won't be underestimated this week. You don't think so? No. Andy Reid is a very good football coach, and he will not allow a breakdown the way that uh, the Chargers broke down last week. My biggest concern in this game is well, the times that we have – Jared Goff was able to pick this defense apart. Um, Correct. Personally, Patrick Mahomes on two weeks rest, I think that Kansas City will be able to do a lot of the same things that Detroit did. And I don't want to get – I don't want to get absolutely destroyed here, but these two teams played each other earlier in the year. It was a 10-point difference in that game. It was a much closer game than the final score predicted, in my opinion. Kansas City offensively, if they do what Detroit did in this game, which was spread the ball around to everybody, just pick them apart slowly, I think that Kansas City will be able to win this one pretty handily. I am going Detroit ran the ball down their throat, too. It, well, there was, was no air raid. And, yeah. and at the end of the day, Trevor Lawrence won that game last week on an air raid. I don't right. think you're going to be able to do that against Kansas City. Travis yeah. Etienne's going to have to be extremely effective for them to stay in this game. Travis Etienne's going to have to have the game of his life. Yes, he will. Yeah. And uh, I, I, 25 to 30, 30 carries is what he needs. Yep, and I game. agree with that. And, and I just don't think – I thought Jacksonville could be a playoff team this year. At the end of the day, I still think they deserve to be here. But at the end of the day, I don't think they have the firepower to knock Kansas City out on they're two. Ten and eight, man. They won their fucking division. They're ten and eight. They yep. deserve it. They I deserve, deserve where they're at. Here. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't think yeah. they have. I, I, I get Kansas it. They City they beat some teams that were kind of 
kind of a fraud. I, we, we know that. It is what it is. Um, so in this one, as sad as I am to say it, I am going to take Kansas City. I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover. I don't think yes, this game going to get – I kind of agree with that. I think Jacksonville will cover. I could see this being a three-point or a six-point game. I don't see I don't see Kansas Eight City. Eight and a half, I don't there. see that. Yeah, I don't either. Um, and usually I'm not – I'm going to take the over on this game too. I'm going to surprise you here, and I'm going to take the under. because okay. I, I'm I, the over. I do think that the Jaguars, if they want to stay in this game, and Doug Peterson, again, Super Bowl winning coach, Brought this team literally up from the ashes from last yeah, year. His biggest game was last week's game. Correct. Of his career. Well, outside uh, of the soup, outside yeah, of the Super Bowl. That the, fuck the Super Bowl. That was awesome. Taking a team like that, winning a big game like that. That's that's awesome. Um, I think he'll have this team prepared. I think he'll have them ready. And I think that. Did you just spit in that bottle? Anyways, I, yeah, I think he'll have. He'll have the wherewithal to know the way to beat this Chiefs team is to try and run, is to try and, and shove the ball down their throat. Um, Foam it up. Perfect. Go ahead. Give me Jacksonville to cover in the under. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Jacksonville in the over, or I'm taking uh, Kansas City in the over. I think Jacksonville will cover on this. Uh, Jacksonville's hot. I do really want to take Jacksonville. I like them a lot, but I'm going to take the Chiefs to win this game. I hope we're all wrong. Truly, I do. I, I would Hard love to beat the Chiefs at home. Absolutely, it is. I, I think that's really probably is. one of the hardest places to play in the league. I, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. If if we can get out, if we can get out here Monday and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are in the AFC Championship after a three win season last year, yeah, uh, that would be an even bigger Cinderella story than. Cincinnati was last year, in my yeah, opinion. I like. I agree, teams, but it's always cool to see an underdog take that. Well, one. Cincinnati was the Absolutely. same way; it went from worst to first. I right. mean, come on, you know, I, it's they, they followed the same game plan. Really, it's awesome. Uh, I I hope I hope the Jacksonville Jaguars can. You know, Arrowhead has a big advantage. Uh, it's very intimidating to go there for a game, just because the way the field's designed, it's like the crowd is on the field. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like fun. ten yards from the field, dude. Right, it's crazy. But you know what? I can't wait till next year because that Ford Field advantage is really going to be brought out next year. I I got to admit I haven't seen games as loud as that. We have one more away game than we did this year, though. It do, it doesn't matter. Them home games, them home games next year are are key. Uh, next up in the eight fifteen p.m. window on Saturday. Uh, jumping over to the NFC, the New York Giants are heading to the city of brotherly love to play the number one seed, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Philly's a seven and a half point favorite in this game, over under 48. Um, couple of things immediately jumps out at me. Philadelphia is a seven and a half point favorite. Sorry, I think the Giants cover in this game. It's well documented here how much I dislike the New York Giants. I don't, I hate teams that don't have at least. One decent receiver. The Giants don't have that. I hate teams whose quarterback isn't reliable. Daniel Jones, up until the last two or three weeks, I wouldn't call him reliable. But the thing is here, they've had big wins down the stretch. Like, let's be real. They beat Minnesota last week. Um, Before that, they gave the Eagles a game with all their backups. Uh, They... Absolutely massacred the Colts. 
they beat the Vikings on Christmas Eve once already. So they this team's for real. They pummeled Dallas too. I thought they pummeled Dallas when they played. No, Dallas. Well, maybe the first time. Uh-huh. No, they lost both to Dallas. They lost both games to Dallas. They did. Um, Giants' philosophy here has to be simple, and I'm going to jump back to the Philadelphia game against Washington. The first that that first that that uh, their first loss. Philadelphia's first loss, the one to okay. Washington. All right, where Washington controlled the ball almost. 10 minutes more than Philadelphia. They ran and ran and ran and ran and ran. There's over 40 rushing attempts. They, they in that had two, game. over 200 yards rushing in that game. Yes. Yeah. That is going to have to be the key here for the Giants in order to knock off Philadelphia. I think Saquon Barkley needs to get at least 25 carries. I think he has to be extremely effective if they want a chance to beat Philadelphia. I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be able to have a career week with uh, HR Puff and stuff and fucking Clifford the Big Red Dog against this Philadelphia defense because that's what he has for receivers. I don't think you're going to see a 300-yard and three-touchdown game against this Philadelphia defense. At the end of the day, Daniel Jones will be under more duress than he was last week. Minnesota wasn't really able to to make him all that uncomfortable. I don't think he'll be able to. I, I think the secondary of Philadelphia is the key to this game. Absolutely. Yeah. At the end of the day. It's Brad safe. Berry going, back, going up against his old team. Yeah. There's a and lot of there's a lot of key matchups here. Huh? There's a lot of key matchups yep. here. Uh, at the end of the day, though, I think the new this game is winnable for the Giants. Third oh, yeah. time these teams have played this year. And if Saquon Barkley can take over this game, he's done it in the past. If Saquon Barkley can take over this game, the Giants have a good chance of winning. I at, agree. at the end of the day, I think Philadelphia is the stronger team. I am a firm believer in the fact that Jalen Hurts should win the MVP this year. Uh, I, I think Nick Sirianni, the way that he calls coach the game. Of the year. He's coach of the year. Um, the the Eagles are able to pretty much manipulate a game to do whatever they want right now. Defensively, I think they're stronger. Offensively, I think they're stronger. Uh, I think A.J. Brown is going to become a mess for that Giants secondary. I don't think they really have anybody who's going to step up with him. Devontae Smith. Uh, Devontae, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith had a big game the last time against the Giants. Been absolutely hotter than shit yeah. as of late. Uh, I think Philadelphia will win this one, but again, for the second time, I'm going to take the Giants to cover. I don't think this gets out of hand. That over-under, again, I am going to take the under. I think that this game is going to come down to defense. I think this game comes down to running the football on for both teams. Whichever team can hold the ball the longest and establish a solid run game wins this game, in my opinion. I'm going to take the Eagles and the over. You're pounding overs this weekend. Yeah, pounding the over on this game. And you, think- I, I think they're going to score a lot of points. I do. You do? I think both teams will score a lot of points. I, I think one matchup to look out for in this game, at times, that the Giants' defensive front, when they want to click into that next gear, yeah. Thibodeau gets hot. Uh, well, Leonard, Will- Lawrence, Leonard, Leonard, Leonard Williams becomes a yeah. – uh, uh, a force in the middle there. If they start, if they start to click, yeah. And and again, you're the first one to say it. This is a divisional game, and the emotion starts to get hot. 
I, I think this game, I really think this game's going to be closer than everybody's anticipating. I think the Giants could, I, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have to move around in the pocket a lot more than he would like. It's not going to be, he's not going to be running the ball because he wants to. He's going to be running that's, the ball to save his that's life. That's true. Yeah. That's not a good thing for New York. Once Jalen Hurts puts the team on his back, you know where it ends up. Uh, but I see how healthy he is, too. That's the other thing. Yeah. There's, that is a question mark going into this game. Yep. We haven't seen Jalen Hurts in over a month. I, do I? Uh, think, it's been two I weeks. He played that last game. I think that's for year. a reason. What last game of the year? The last game of the year no, for the, no, he didn't. the Eagles. No, he didn't. Gardner Minshew. Well, I thought he. No, I thought he played the last game. No, they. He has last not. game of the year. He played it. No, he. Yes, didn't. he did. Click on that. He did play in that game. The fuck. Oh, wait. It was the Giants who sat all their guys because the Eagles played all their guys. The Eagles played all their guys. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Hurts hasn't played in like in, in a No, week. he played in that game, the last game of the year. Who would they play? The Saints? Right here. Yeah, the Saints. Yeah, he played in that game. He played in the Saints game. I know he did. Look at the fucking scores, dude. Box scores, dude. I'm trying. There is no box scores. For the, why is it oh. dragging me back? January 8th against Gardner the Giants. Right here. Right. He, did, he played against the Giants. Yeah. No, he played against the Giants then. I know he played against it's January first, right here. Gardner Minshew. No, he played in the game he with the Giants. He played in the game with the Giants. He the played last, the last game of the Giants. year was against the Giants. Yeah. The Giants sat Daniel Jones, all their guys. Oh, well, Jalen Hurts right. played in that game. You're right because that was right the game here. to clinch first. Correct. Yes. They clinched right the division. Hello. You're correct. Okay. Um, we were wrong. Either way, well, I guess there's no question as to Jalen Hurts' health then. Yeah, I'm. He's fine. He's fine, dude. It's just I'm you know what Eagles. we're gonna see gonna what team game. gets hot. I I think the Eagles are the more well-rounded team. They obviously have the advantage in the receiver core. Absolutely, and in the secondary of their defense, Philadelphia's secondary is a lot better than the than the Giants, and that that's why I think they they're gonna stand apart. New York's in this hot. game. This game's gonna come down to a touchdown or a field goal. I I think well, I think this is another three hopefully one yeah. game. I really do. But I think it's the Eagles that uh, take that win. I do as well, and, and I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised you went over in this because I think this is going to be I, a I'm lot going more over. defense than I'm going over in a lot of these games because I, I, I think they're going to be shot. shootouts. I really they have do. a week off. The next game I think is going to be a shootout. Um, let's get into that uh, in the rematch everyone's been waiting for: Cincinnati heading to Buffalo to play the Bills. Buffalo is a five and a half point favorite, which really, really surprised me. Uh, over under a 48. I'll start out by saying I'm taking the over in this game. Okay. Uh, next, uh, if we want to really break this down to its core, let's go quarterback for quarterback, right? Because I think we have a – both these quarterbacks playing in this game are our top four guys in my eyes. Um, right now, with the way they've been playing as of late, I'm giving the advantage to Burrow. Uh, in the run game. I'm way more scared of Joe Mixon and Samaja Pirine. The way that Pirine's been playing as of late, he's been a battering ram. He's been very useful for this team. I think Cincinnati will be able to run the ball on the Bills' defense, and I think they will do it pretty effectively. Uh, as far as your receiving cores go, let's be real. I love Stephon Diggs. Big fan of his. Problem is, outside of him, Gabe Davis has been inconsistent. Uh, and a lot of these other guys for Buffalo step up for a game or two, and then you don't really hear about them. Isaiah McKenzie, two or three games this year where he's been 
very, very, very hot. Uh, he's also questionable in this one. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think this has all of writing on the wall for Cincinnati to win this game. And I don't think it's going to come down to the coin, the fucking coin toss at the end, like Buffalo did with Kansas City last year. I don't. I think Cincinnati has the power uh, offensively and the strength defensively to make Josh Allen very uncomfortable. The, the biggest knock on Cincinnati last year was their offensive line didn't play well and their defensive line was subpar. They've corrected those things. Alex Kappa is questionable in this game. That worries me. I hope he plays because that's an extra level of security that Joe Burrow needs. Buffalo, there's one key to this game. If Josh Allen starts making mistakes, the shit will unravel quick. Because there's one thing about Joe Burrow. He don't make mistakes. Josh Allen at times, especially as of late in big games, has shown us he's not the Superman that he was perceived to be. Yeah, if he, he gets, will if make he gets pressured, he, he makes bad decisions. And we've seen it. Cincinnati is not this, this – nobody really talks about a lot of these guys on Cincinnati's defensive front, but they're no joke. No, they're they, tough. They've got some absolute dogs in that front of that defense, and I think that Josh Allen's going to be uncomfortable. Another key to this game. Cincinnati has to find a way to contain Josh Allen running the football. If you're stopping the pass and you're getting him under pressure, don't fall into the same trap the Detroit Lions did against Buffalo, where they had Josh Allen's back against the wall, but didn't have a way to stop him from running for 100 yards. If Cincinnati can do those things and Joe Burrow continues to not make mistakes, I think they won this one pretty handily. Give me Cincinnati and give me the over in this game. I think there's going to be quite a bit of points in this one. Uh, I think Cincinnati moves on uh, to the AFC Championship. Buffalo, at the end of the day, I think Buffalo looked worse last week against Miami than Cincinnati did against Baltimore. And I think Buffalo over the last two or three months, has really been exposed to have some holes that we never thought they did before. Well, I'm actually going to take the Buffalo in this game, and I'm going to take the over. I hate. Can I ask you a question? Sure. I just went into a seven-minute dialogue about why I, I was taking I, I, I liked taking. everything you said. So why I, don't you I have a why? feeling uh, I have a gut feeling that gut that feeling. Uh, it's Buffalo all the way. I know why he's having this gut feeling. You know what? Instead of your fucking I mean, he's not wrong insane to have the gut feeling. Bullshit I, fucking not They're wrong. playing in Buffalo. We don't know what the weather's going to be like yet. Yeah, we do. It's right here. Oh, we do. 37 and a 37 in a possible snow shower. There you go. There you go. It's Cincinnati. I'm sorry. You're every time I bring up every single time, every single time on this Ohio. show over the last two months, I have brought up. Guess what? Miami's got to go to Buffalo and play. Oh, there could be some weather. The weather doesn't matter. Everybody knows how to play. That's what you say. So take that out of it. Take off your bullshit conspiracy theory about how the NFL is fucking rigged and give me an actual fucking <laughs> synopsis of how you think the game's going to go. <sighs> Yeah, take off the goggles. Take off the fucking bivocals. Josh Allen is cute. Is that it? That's it. Okay. I, I guess I'd be better off doing this by myself some days. Go. I personally hate 
the Cincinnati Bengals. But I lost a lot of respect for the Buffalo Bills last week. And there's one main key factor. Cincinnati's hungry as fuck for this game okay. because of what happened okay. last time these two met. Yeah, because realistically... If I'm things, taking the Cincinnati Bengals. If the if things were going the way they were they're going, they're going to have Tamar there. It's good. They're going to be hyped up. He'll be in the luxury box with the owner of the Buffalo Bills, and they'll do it for Tamar. I can't tell you his last name because I don't remember it. Tamar Hamlin. Whatever. <laughs> All for him. I, I All about agree. Tamar, dude. I do agree with part of what Bruce said. I, All I think- about Tamar. Can can you can you be real? I, I'm being real, dude. You're it's all about tomorrow. You're, You're talking about the talking heads real. on TV. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck are fuck you talking about, Talking Head? It's talking all about head. tomorrow. That's what the Talking Heads say the NFL on TV. Yeah, it's about tomorrow. All right, can you mute him? Um, <laughs> this is. I, I think that's another factor in this game. I think Cincinnati, the momentum they had in the first ten minutes of that that game. Uh, I would I, love to see Cincinnati win the game. But I don't think they are going to. I thought Cincinnati was gonna was gonna win that game, pretty handily. Oh, pretty handily. And, and I, yeah. I got I just feel like there's a chip on their shoulder. They could have been the number one seed. They could have been right up there fighting this one out. And I think Cincinnati. And has they kind of got robbed out of it. They did, and I think they've got something to prove here. And I really think they're gonna come out hot. I do. Okay. I do. I, I, think, I hope you're right. I think the Bills took a punch in the mouth last week that they didn't expect as well. I think they thought Skylar Thompson, Miami, beat them up already. We're going to fucking do it again, and it's going to be nothing. And they took one on the chin last week. They did. I I, I really think that's Christian Wilkins last week was unstoppable. Yeah, absolutely. They couldn't fucking block him. No. I mean, what makes you think Sam and, Hubbard's and not going to be that way this What's Sam week? Hubbard going to do against them? Right. Right. Yeah. Hendrickson. I mean, there's there are dogs. Well, Hendrickson's still team. out or no? No, he's playing. I thought he was out. Um, I'm taking Buffalo in this game, like I said. And I'm going to take the over. I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. And uh, I, I see basically the Bengals covering this game pretty damn easy. It's going to be within a point or two. And um, that's it. That's how I feel. Uh, okay. So right Call now. Call me a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist if you want to. So right now you tomorrow. have Kansas City and Buffalo in the AFC Championship playing in Atlanta. Correct. I have Kansas City and Cincinnati playing in Kansas City, and you have Kansas City and Cincinnati playing in Cincinnati. Now, the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy head to the Bay Area to play the 49ers. San Francisco, a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 46 points in this one. That is the lowest of the weekend. Um... Listen, Kyle Shanahan, you pencil Shanahan, Shanahan, you pencil dick looking motherfucker. If you fuck this up, if you fuck this game up, I might jump off a fucking bridge. Look at those forehead ridges. I hate the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) And I hate Mike McCarthy. Okay. How about those Cowboys? How about those Cowboys? Dak Prescott's back. They said how great he is last week. I heard Joe Buck talk to talk about how incredible he was. He is going to get absolutely ass-pounded in this game. And I hope Nick Boza pile-drives him in the next week. 
Um, Are you not going to say anything about to him about having Nick Bosa's take in his mouth because he mentioned him? No, why? Because I said Nick Bosa last week, and you were like, oh, oh you have a thing for big, white, veiny guys. Like, I mean, you do have a thing for big, white, veiny guys. Anyway, I, 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 I truly believe the 49ers will win this game. Um, I think Dak Prescott is going to see more pressure in this game than he's seen all year. I've got another take on this, and I agree with you. I think Dak Prescott will see more pressure and face the best defense he has played all year because I believe San Francisco is the best defense in football. But there's a factor yeah, here. I, I listen to me. I rewatched the the game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was not even under duress at all. He got to sit back there and pinpoint everything he wanted to do. Ooh. Dak Prescott. Absolutely. He was not under any kind no. of duress against that. Agree. That will not happen this week. Well, that will not happen this week. No. But I, I don't care. The only chance they have is to run the football 40 times in this game. That's the only chance that the fucking Cowboys have, period. There's a factor here that I, I want to talk about because I, I've been kind of conflicted on this. Dallas was able to get a lot of pressure on Tom Brady mm -hmm. last week. Tom okay. Brady was under duress. I think outside of San Francisco, Dallas probably has the second best pass rush in football. Oh, I, I would say they have the best pass rush in football. More so than Frisco. Yes. Well, I, I've got I think Demarcus Lawrence is He's an something animal. that something that basically the 49ers don't have. Correct. Uh I mean Mike. They Parsons. have two go down the list. Two defensive ends that are so athletic. That guy in the middle last They're dominant. Week, uh, Armstrong. Yeah. I mean, they were they were dominating. They, they the rotate their the guys in, yes. man, and they're they're all of their guys are solid. Just like we can sit here and say Dak Prescott has not seen a defense like San Francisco's all year. I personally Brock think Purdy. Brock yeah. Purdy has not seen anything close the, to the a pass the rush. The difference between is this. Leighton Vanderish is going to get Plenty of opportunities to make tackles because they're going to run oh, yeah. the ball right down his ass. They are. Yeah. And, and you better be ready. Christian McCaffrey is no joke. Absolutely not. He's better than Ezekiel Elliott, and he's better than Tony Pollard. He's probably better than anybody in the league right now. Yeah. And, and, and the guy that got the fucking, the guy that got behind him is just as good. Here's the thing. I just, there's something about this game that makes me think, Brock Purdy, I, in my opinion, Brock Purdy He's has a swim. He has been pretty unchallenged up until this point. Correct. Undefeated as a starter, unchallenged up to this point. One of the one of the top three receiving cores in football, the best running back in football, the best defense in football. The guy has everything to make him look perfect. Now, when you go up against the best pass rush in football, that's when we're going to see who you really are. And at the end of the day. Christian McCaffrey's not going to run for 150 yards and 15 carries against Dallas. Not going to happen. He'll have a good game because Christian McCaffrey will have a game, good game every week. But he is not going to do what he did last week. Oh, he'll have 115 yards at 20 carries. Uh, <laughs> but Brock Purdy. That's the difference. The difference here is Brock Purdy's not going to throw the ball 18 times for 300 yards. No. Not no. going that to That won't happen. happen against the Dallas team. Um, I'm going to surprise the shit out of you here. You're taking the Dallas Cowboys? I'm going to take Dallas in this game. Oh. Even though I think San Francisco, again, best defense in football, yep. best running back in football, top three receiving core in football. I believe that. 
for some odd reason, beyond something that I can understand, I'm taking Dallas here simply for the fact that I, I'm a firm believer in this. All good things that don't make sense must come to an end. If Brock Purdy was really this good, if Brock Purdy was really as good as he was playing, how is it that 31 other NFL teams missed out on this for 230 picks? He was the last pick well, in the fucking draft. if we go back draft. in time, why was Tom Brady picked in the sixth round? And you know what? Maybe Brock Purdy is the next Tom Brady. And Maybe. I'll be sitting here eating my words on hey, Monday. look at his numbers. His numbers are better than Brady. Again, hasn't been under duress. He's best, in the playoffs. Best wide receiver. Yes. Uh, don't forget, great offensive line in San Francisco. Best offensive line. I mean, whose offensive line has been better than San Francisco down the stretch? Phillies. Top two offensive line. Lions. They have everything going for them. I think Brock Purdy at some point has to fall apart a little bit. I think it will be a very Listen, close San game. Francisco is at home. This game is going to be very emotional, very hyped. I think Shanahan will pull in the reins a little bit on this offense. They're going to try to manhandle the Dallas Cowboys front. God bless. How do you beat a good pass rush? Run right to fuck Adam. That's how you beat him. That's going to be, they're going to be hard pressed. It's not going to be easy. No. It's not going to be easy. I think think it's going to be easy. This is going to be a field goal game. I'm taking the under, even though it's the lowest over under the weekend. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the over. It's going to be, it's going to be a defensive absolute battle. And I'm going to take Dallas in this game. As much as I hate, I agree with Bruce. I don't like Dak Prescott. I hate Mike McCarthy and I despise the Dallas Cowboys. But for some reason, I think Brock Purdy has to fold a little bit. And let's talk about something else here. Kyle Shanahan, all right? If we go back, remember last year? He's not going to fuck up yet. Remember last year? Everybody forgets. Kyle Shanahan, (laughs) usually, usually in big games, gargles a little cack. It'll be in the NFC Championship game and he shits the bed. Gargles a little cack. Um... You know what's odd to me? Yes. You're just so by the book now. You take all the favorites and all the home teams. Who? And you know that's not going to happen. There's no chance. talking about? Every favorite and every home team So you're saying that just because I took the 49ers, the Buffalo Bills, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Kansas City Chiefs. You think every home team and every higher seed is going to win? I personally think this. It's going to be 1-2 versus 1-2. Chiefs will win that game. The Eagles will beat the Giants. And I do believe that Buffalo will beat the Bengals, hashtag Demar. And I do believe that the 49ers will beat Dallas. You, all the favorites and all the home you, teams. You've seen the best of Dak Prescott last week. I will. Under no duress. He didn't make a pick yet. I will take. Give me number 13. Give me that offensive line. Give me that running back. Give me Kittle. Give me Ayuk. Taking the 49ers, baby. Mm-mm. But like I said, Kyle Shanahan just cannot... Fuck it won't be this, this week. Up. He usually gargles a little. Th- this game isn't big enough. It, it won't be this week. He usually gargles a little bit of. Cap. What you think? Here, I'll, I'll, t- I'll give you a little scenario right now. If you go back, if the Giants beat go the back, Eagles, you think go back and look at all of really Dak concerned? Prescott's past completions versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There wasn't a fucking guy within three yards of him yeah, on but, every play. But you could say the same thing about Purdy. What do you mean? Purdy hasn't seen anything. Well, Purdy was under duress last week against the fucking Seahawks. 
I mean, that first half he was shit. The first half, he yeah. was a giant shit yeah. sandwich. Okay, at first but half. but hold on, you're that confident in San Francisco? In San Francisco, after seeing what the Seahawks pass rush okay. did to them in the first half. Okay. Let me let me let me ask you a question. Yeah, <laughs> let me ask you a question. he's getting serious. Mm-hmm. Uncrinkling the paper. Who do you have more faith in? A fucking rookie playing against playing with probably the best team in football, or a fucking guy that's been known to absolutely shit the bed harder than Tony Romo. The, I I will agree with the fact that I think Dak Prescott is uh, perhaps the hardest bed shitter in NFL history. But I'll be honest with you. If he plays like he did against Tampa, which I don't think he will, because, again, he didn't face anything against Tampa. But if he plays... He he beat a shell of a team last week. If he plays... And I will say this. The Seahawks played fucking hard last week. Yes, they did. They really played hard last week. And that was the best thing that could have happened to fucking the 49ers. If Dak Prescott can be as precise, not as good... The numbers are not going to be as good against the San Francisco defense. If he can be as calm and as precise as he was for three and three quarters of a quarters of last week's game. Space phone. Dallas will win this game. Dallas will win this game. D- did he or did he not play the game of his career last week? Granted, I know, shell of a team. Tampa didn't throw anything at him, but he played the best game of his career. Yeah. Yeah, so what, like, so? Played the best game of his career against a shell of a team, so now he's going up against a juggernaut. But I mean, okay, but at the same token, yes, that's fine. But we, you can't sit here and say Dallas's defense is not a juggernaut. They, they're not. He himself just said they have the best pass rush in football. So let I mean, you can't sit here and just say this is going to be some sort of steamroll. I think Brock Purdy's going to shit himself. I, I do. The rookie, the, the rookie thing, he's. He was trash. The first week he played, we were all sitting here and laughed. I mean, I think he's Mike White with a better defense, a better running back, and better receivers, personally. And I think the wheels have to fall off at some point. And, and I just think Micah Parsons is going gonna, is gonna to be elbow deep inside of him. I could be wrong, but I'm just... I couldn't sit here and take every single home team and every single favorite and feel good about it. That's not the NFL. There is parity. It will happen. You're not going to have one, two on one side versus one, two on the other. Ain't going to happen. Somebody will upset somebody. Somebody who shouldn't win will win. It is football. It is football. That's why we play the games. Um, So now that we all have our picks, you believe Kansas City Buffalo. Space phone. Uh, you believe it's going to be Kansas City Buffalo? Let's let's look into the eight ball a little bit here. Go ahead. Between Kansas City and Buffalo on the neutral site, which will be Atlanta. Correct. Who comes out on top? Don't say Demar Hamlin. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? He's part of it. Oh mother! <laughs> he was totally going to do it. Who should be in it? Who do you think wins? The, if those two teams, you pick those two teams to in win the a, this week. In the, a, in the AFC, I truly believe that, that the Kansas City Chiefs will win it. Okay. And you also. I said the road goes through Kansas City. I was not lying. So. I said that. Then we have a match. You have a matchup in the NFC of Philadelphia right. versus San Francisco. Correct. Mm-hmm. And who are you taking? 
I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles to go to the God dang it, I to the Super Bowl once again. You do, yes. And my my winner my winner of this of of the Super Bowl is real easy. Jalen Hurts will be Super Bowl MVP. Nick Sirianni, who's going to win Coach of the Year, and uh, it's it's going to be a beautiful sight. That's for your the, absolute. All your Philadelphia dream. Eagle fans out there. What what is their little fucking motto? Fly Eagles fly. Fly Eagles fly. We're gonna there need you go. a spare pair of trousers you for that one. Eagles and don't know their freaking motto. I, I I don't pay attention to that. You're gonna need a spare pair of trousers for that one. All right, Bruce. On the I other hand, fucking agree with him. Well, no, you picked Kansas City versus Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game. Oh, that's true. And you believe that one's a little interesting. I'm going to take the Chiefs. And in the NFC, you picked Philadelphia and San Francisco as well. Yeah, and then in the end, I agree with him. You think Philadelphia wins the NFC and then Philadelphia beats? Who wins the Super Bowl? Kansas City or Philly? It's the Eagles. They're too hot. You believe that. you? So you guys are both rolling Eagles. I'm rolling Eagles. If the Eagles play the Chiefs, it, it, yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, obviously, I took Kansas City, Cincinnati, and I took Philadelphia, Dallas. Um, I am going to take the Bengals to beat Kansas City at home in Arrowhead uh, and make it to their second straight Super Bowl. And I am going to take Dallas to beat Philadelphia in Philadelphia and have a Cincinnati-Dallas Super Bowl where ultimately – Joe Burrow in a very tight game somehow pulls off what he couldn't last year against Dak Prescott. Mike McCarthy, indeed, gargles cack. The Cowboys lose to the Bengals in the Super Bowl. That is my divisional round prediction. Yes. I'll say this. If Jacksonville beats the Chiefs, they win the Super Bowl. Can if Jacksonville beats I, I Kansas City, think I think they're that. going to the big game. The road goes through KC. I'll be honest with you, and I don't know why this is. But for me, out of the AFC, I think Jackson, for some reason, when you look at both, when you close your eyes and look at both those teams, I think Jacksonville got the best matchup they could have. I think they would have played worse against Cincinnati or Buffalo. For some reason, Jacksonville and Kansas City are Kansas City is like a steroid-infused version of Jacksonville. The receiving cores are similar. The way they use the running back is similar. The only thing is, is Trevor Lawrence well, is a key. I think Jacksonville has a lot better receiving core than Kansas City. But they're they're very similar in the, the makeup of the team, the style of play. I really believe that. Outside of Pat Mahomes' cuteness, they're similar. Nobody in the league cuter than Patty Mahomes. So. It's about right, yeah. I, I think. Uh, ultimately, I think Cincinnati has what it takes. I, th- to win. I think the, Josh ex- the experience of the Kansas City Chiefs of being in these playoff games and big games will become relevant in that game versus Jacksonville. I think they have they have a lot. They've been there. Don't disagree. They know with what you. to do, and I think that's a huge factor in that game. I don't disagree with you. Hopefully, hopefully, I I don't think they're ready. Hopefully, I don't Doug think Jacksonville Peterson, is ready. For hopefully, that. Doug Peterson can. Give them some kind of that. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. 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 Um, hey, if there's anybody that could do it, it's him. He's already proven that. For, for me, another factor that comes in here is 
the fact that year after year so far, Buffalo has been favorited, made it to this point, and then kind of shit the bed. And I think that's an added layer of pressure for Josh Allen. Um, and, and I think if Josh Allen has really shown me anything this year specifically, it's that when he is under pressure and he's in big situations, he folds, he folds a little bit. Yeah, uh, not a little bit. And he folds a lot. Realistically, the, the guy who doesn't do that is Joe Burrow. No, Burrow's pretty solid. Listen, now I'm only taking the Buffalo Bills for one reason, oh, and one reason only. It's because they're the darlings right now of the NFL, uh, and it's all about tomorrow, and and that's why I'm taking the Buffalo Bills um, because I I truly believe it's going to take a juggernaut like Kansas City to knock them out. I think yes. that heat of Buffalo is over. I I feel like the Buffalo is just now that team that's there every year. They're going to be in the playoffs every year, but they're not. like the Yankees. Yeah. They've already proven that they, they, might, they, they might, can't beat Kansas City. They might right. win a They can't Super beat Bowl. Kansas City. That's the bottom line. Buffalo, and I don't care if tomorrow flies across the field, they're not going to beat Kansas City. <laughs> it's not going to fucking happen. Because guess what? They've already tried that. The only team in this fucking, the only team in this playoffs that can beat Kansas City is Cincinnati. Cincinnati. It's Cincinnati. And they've got the and can they get Can they get past the home field advantage? Of Demar and the Buffalo Bills, that's that's the key, and I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> and I guarantee you, they're gonna, they're going to make sure it doesn't happen. Um, what? Yeah, that sound fucked up to you. Go ahead and say it. It's fucked I, up. But you're I, right. I know you. I, mean, I know you think right. it's. I think it's fucked up. You're right. But I know this is what's going to happen. I can see it already. I can see it in the forecast. I see it right now. <laughs> see the future. Joe Burrow's going to get fucking goddamn. Uh, Jamar Chase is going to get fucking held, Ass violated. This viol- yeah, we've seen he that. will be violated. Is that better? It's better. better. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, all right. I, I think we I think we covered every base here. I mean, um, no, we haven't. What didn't we cover? No, we haven't. We haven't covered every base. Well, what base you got left to cover? God bless Joe Burrow. Is that it? Yeah, that's the only base. Oh, okay. left. All right, I have I have a gift for both of you. Um, I I I. Okay. Go ahead. This is a token of uh, my appreciation. Uh, after a absolutely fantastic first season, I was going to do this after the Super Bowl, but I couldn't wait. So after an absolutely fantastic first season together, um, and hopefully there's many more to come as long as uh, he continues to go in for his annual checkups. Um, <laughs> we will be back. Uh, so here we go. My announcement will be after the Super Bowl. Before before we get before we get in too deep into the playoffs, I wanted to make sure you guys got these. What the absolute fuck it what what is this? What what the fuck is this? What is this? Is that me on a toilet? That that is you on a toilet. Oh, I hear you. The beard almost looks as good as mine. Oh my god. And Bruce says Bruce on a toilet. But now what I figured you guys could I gotta, do. I got to move my tip balls cup and put me right next to OJ Simpson. There we go. Right next to OJ Simpson. And I can go right next to Jared Goff. And Bruce is going to go here next. Is Finditty high? Yeah, of course. Is he high there? Yeah. Should have had him smoking a joint. I, if you know, if that would have been an option, I would have had it. But you should have. Um, yeah. Baby you guys needed to have replicas. That's it. They made you very pink, though. Hold on. Let me move over my picture of the one and only. Perfect. The one and only. 
They made you alarmingly pink. That's okay. <laughs> You're alarmingly pink. And I mean they must they took off 120 pounds. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they ran out. I look pretty thin. <laughs> but I, I use that pretty awesome. I use that awesome Facebook profile picture you have of you all. With those okay. blue glasses did you on. Use the one they did a pretty good job. On with the I think I did the picture of you all sweaty in the sauna. <laughs> so yeah, Bruce's naked pics. My thank you for the present. I think it's cool. Of course. Um, I, we need yeah. to get a close-up of this. I don't know how we're going to do this. Bruce, go zoom it in on him real quick. Well, I'll take a picture. Okay. Okay. And we'll yeah. take a picture of it. Yeah. yeah. Take a picture. Um, Post it. So that is it. That's it for the divisional round. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, to, to, I'm so excited to watch these games this weekend. I, and, again, the one I'm yeah. most excited for is Jacksonville, Kansas City. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, we'll keep you guys up to date with, uh, the coaching carousel. Um, we'll keep you. Uh, you oh, know. by the way, uh, we have a little new stuff. Oh, Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. He's not leaving. Not leaving. Not leaving the Detroit lions. He'll be back. Uh, he, he, he basically called off all his interviews. Yep. And, uh, I think it was a wise thing for him. I don't think he has Do enough you? experience to be a head coach. Um, he barely has enough experience being an offensive coordinator, so I, I think it was a very smart move on his half to work at his craft more. Uh, I think that's a good idea on his part. Um, yeah. I, I think that he's, you, he's been an offensive coordinator one. I for know. One year. But you want to know so, why? If somebody wants to toss the money at you, and somebody wants to, you no, know, I, I I agree. It's hard to Look say at Jeff no Saturday, to right? Fuck it, right? Why Are you not? kidding me? They Somebody pulled him out of the kindergarten room. And this guy was yeah. going to be a school teacher. He doesn't. He didn't even know he was going to be doing this. That's what I'm saying. If, so, if somebody's going to toss that at you, right? But you know, he's he came into an organization that's really doing what they're doing, and they had a successful. I I truly and, believe. I think he he's learning from Dan Campbell. Yeah, he just and wants to uh, learning with Dan learn, Campbell. Huh? Learning with Dan Campbell. I think he's learning <laughs> with him, and you know what? He's learning under him. Right. He's learning. Correct. Correct. Listen, yeah. this guy has the perfect opportunity to see what works and what doesn't work. Right. In today's style of football, dealing with today's players, going one and six was pretty good. Uh, pretty good way to start. I don't know. I think he got. You know, he's learning. Went one. Well, yeah. I think. I think everybody was learning. They're scoring a lot of points when right. they were one and six. The defense, the defense was yeah. in shambles. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, real quick. Uh, he came out yesterday on Pat McAfee's show and said, I think I can win MVP again in the right situation. Is that Green Bay or somewhere else? I'm not too sure. Wow. That what one, you, that what one for me think, jumped right off the page. What do you think would be the best scenario for Aaron Rodgers? To retire. Now, what would be the best the scenario for him? I, I, I'm not. Uh, you can I'm say the gonna... same thing about Tom Brady. What no. would be the best scenario for Aaron Rodgers? Okay, this the is why I think stay stay in Tom Green Brady Bay. Has a shit ton of or move on to another team. Guess what? It has more. Problems. Here's the fucking difference. This is in this, and I'll be honest with you. This is the biggest difference in the off season. What did we hear about Aaron Rodgers the whole time? He's in a Brazilian rainforest, smoking fucking 
peyote uh, and having peyote. soul cleansing experiences. Bruce, can you help him and with that? Can you help him you know, with that? He's finger banging the Bucks owner's daughter courtside at, at Bucks games. Like, you know what I mean? It's like there was nothing but just at the end of the day, Brady retired, came back, and it was all business. I, I think Aaron, I don't. And, and Aaron Rodgers at points this year didn't even look like he wanted to be there. So I'm sorry, but I think in that last game, I think Tom Brady didn't want to be there. It was he didn't want to be in Tampa. But Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he wanted to be in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers just doesn't look like he wants to really do this anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, I I think the best scenario for Aaron Rodgers is this: Do you stay in Green Bay and and they have they have quite a few draft picks this year, and try to bolster that receiving core, or do you go out and you get a veteran receiver? Well, what do they do? The defense is very good, very young, but very good. They're going to lose some players. I, I think the best case scenario for Rodgers is to stay where he's at. If not, go to Denver. <laughs> he can't. Maybe, maybe Aaron Rodgers has become a Raider. We we don't know. Yeah. Um, we don't know. A Raven. A Raven. Four hours ago. That's interesting. Uh, four hours ago. Aunt Dolphin. Hold on. Yes. Um. Rob Gronkowski in an interview today <laughs> said that um, he was bored. He would not write off a return to the NFL. Uh, he, he also added right. next year he'll be considering returning for the entire season. I His body he, feels he, better than it has ever before. He said he was looking uh, to go well. to Buffalo if Tom retired. Well, I think yeah, I he think, did. He did say that. Guess right. what? If Brady doesn't retire wherever Brady ends, you know Gronk will go. Anyway. Um, body bag. Yes, it takes one to know one. Um, anything else? I don't know. You got anything? Why do you have to talk shit about everybody I love in, in the league? I don't sit here and just absolutely haze Montana all day long. How are you going to haze Joe Montana? He's the greatest ever to play the game. Yeah, okay. Anyways. His his, his numbers speak for themselves. Not debatable. But it's not debatable. The numbers speak for themselves. You're wrong. I'm sorry? You're wrong. Um, Who's the leading moving scorer? Moving on. Here. Moving on. Who's the leading scorer in the NBA, asshole? Hello. Anyways. Anyways. Oh, and the Browns uh, Browns hired Jim Schwartz, their defensive coordinator. Yes. There you go. They did. Yep. Well, I think the Browns Browns defense will be very formidable next year. They have a lot of young guys and a lot of veterans on that team. They should be a force. All right. Anything else? Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. We will be back on Monday to recap the entire divisional round. uh, And guess what? Figure out who was right and who was wrong. Uh, Also, if you haven't yet, follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls. uh, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, make sure to check us out on YouTube. Ring the bell and subscribe. Also, big shout out to Billy Berger and Team Berger for Life on winning the Tipped Balls Podcast. Fantasy League. Uh, we had a great time playing with you guys this year. Hopefully, all of you had fun, and uh, we can't wait again for next year. Um, other than that, thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the divisional round. I will see you all via Zoom on Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, whatever day. We'll be back though. Don't worry. Thanks again. Am I perfect?